0: Hello everyone and welcome to another Chit Chat and Chill. Our organization is very much against the cancel culture that exists today. So when we have dialogue, we're open to all points of view without judgment. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, hello. My neck is stiff. I'm just gonna say that up front. My neck is stiff and it's healing. I probably have- 24 to 48 hours based on WebMD and my (laughs) self-diagnosis.
1: You're going to look like uh, Michael Keaton in um, Batman, huh?
0: (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) I've always hated that about that stupid Batman suit. But um, that's going to be me this evening, unfortunately. Um, We're going to talk a little bit, and hopefully we're joined by a few more panelists here soon. But we're going to talk a little bit tonight about the um, the, pl- the police shootings that have happened this week, in addition to the Derek Chauvin um, verdict. And then we wanted to talk a little bit more about the defund the police movement, as well as the media bias behind all of this and how that's impacting um, what we're seeing and then what we're thinking about these situations and is that good or bad. So... Um, just to kick it off, as we had talked about previously, the George Floyd case had been going on. Um, Derek Chauvin, the um, verdict came out last week. He was convicted um, on all the, all the counts, I think, that were against him. So that was kind of good to see. Um, hopefully that sticks and his sentencing was set for like two months out. So that case has wrapped up. And then there was just a lot of buzz this week because there were six more shootings after that verdict, police related shootings. I don't know that they were all minority related or anything like that, but um, that happened. So did you guys have any opinions on those six shootings that happened after? I think some of them, the Makia Bryant stabbing, the Andrew Brown um, in North Carolina, there was an LA shooting of a young man and then there were a few
2: others. Um, I know the Micaiah, what's her last name? Bryant.
0: Micaiah Bryant.
2: Yeah, I don't see how anyone can see that as nothing but justified. Like you have to be, you have to be just anti-police to see that as anything other than than justified. The girl's trying to stab another girl. Um, I mean, the officers. I wouldn't even say he's in an impossible situation. He did. He did the right thing, and he saved the girl's life. So I don't see anything.
0: And the. I think the big things with Adam Toledo and the makai I would probably saying her name wrong, Micaiah Bryant situations are that they were so young. I think Micaiah was 15 or 16. Adam Toledo was 13. He was um shot in Chicago. And I think a, a lot of folks are now, after the footage was released, are leaning toward that also being a justified shooting because he did have a weapon and he was running. And there was just a lot going on. And it was like 2 a.m. and people are just like, this is a 13 year old out in the streets with a gun yeah, i mean i mean <laughs> I, um, yeah
1: i mean a, a, a weapon a weapon doesn't know the age of the person that's that's wielding it you know um you know just, they, they can they can hurt they
0: can hurt someone with those things regardless of their age it's just you tough know? to watch and i know i know we've talked about you know man you could like his hands were up and what's going on, but that's the slowed down version. And I know we've talked about, you know, the police and how quickly it actually happened and the decision that they have to make, they don't realize how young the person is, like you said, Tino. And it's just, I think it's just tragic that we have these young kids in the streets getting shot because they're holding guns, they're hanging out with a 21 year old gang member, um, getting shot because they're trying to stab someone. And like the person she was with is kicking a girl on the ground in the head. Like there was just so much going on in that Makia Bryant video. And it was just so like alarming that to find out she was so young and it was just so violent and it happened so quickly. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens in that case. I don't know if any of the police officers have been suspended in either. The he's an
2: administrative yeah. leave. But
0: yeah, it's
1: like standard operating procedure. I think just uh, any police involved shooting, um, they have to go, you know, pending the COPA investigation, at least in Chicago. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, my, my only, my only concern is just like the knee jerk reaction to, to all of it right now. Um, I'm not saying, you know, clearly that, you know, a lot of these cities like, you know, Chicago for sure, you know, they have, uh, 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 they have the process to go through is whenever there's a police involved shooting, just automatically. It's just um, I just don't like that, regardless of like what we know about these investigations at this time. Like everyone's kind of just you know picking a side and you know drawing a line it's, in the sand, pretty yeah. much. You it's know, it's, it's still it's still like very, it's very tribal. You know, it's very very. I'm
0: one of those people. I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm one of those people who immediately is just like, it was a baby. Stop shooting our babies. And it's hard. It's hard to get out of that mentality. Yeah. Because it consumes you.
1: At the same time, there's probably like four or five kids in Chicago shot today. Today. Yeah. Today. By our
0: people. I want to
1: say. I want to say. There's a couple of them that were actually killed today. Like this was in the last like seven hours. 100%. One hundred percent,
0: and that's um, the reality that we have to get ourselves back to mentally. You know, but when this stuff is in the media and it's sensationalized, you just kind of—it's so hard not to get into it and watch it and feel it. And like, like the, they have the parents on there, and they—you know—they're showing the TikToks, and you're just immediately emotionally invested. And you're like, "This was a kid."
1: Remember um, how many times I told you to stay off
2: TikTok? <laughs> but. Get that you can't take
0: my TikTok from me.
2: <laughs> no, China. but it's just China. Yeah,
0: it's just tough, man. It's tough when it's our kids, and I know that it's not the police officers' like fault necessarily if there's other violence happening, but I just it's hard. It's hard for me to. Um, I see Aunt join. I just added them. Um, hey, Anthony. What's up with it? So we're just talking about the recent police shootings, and and I was saying I'm one of those people who react emotionally when I see that these are young kids shot by the police. Kino was just saying it's kind of a knee jerk reaction, and we kind of have to let it play out. But it's not always fair because the what we talked about earlier, the media part of this is like what the media shows us. But
2: why, if you know the media is doing that, why do you fall for it? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's the plan. The plan
0: it's is in the my media feed. Media. It's in my Facebook. It's on my LinkedIn. It's everywhere. And then not only that, but people I know are reposting it. They're posting it with their thoughts, which are also biased toward what the media just told them. You know, it's not necessarily fact based. And it's hard when it's emotional. It's just like you immediately just feel the pull, yeah. like the emotional pull because you have the connection but to the.
2: once the other information comes out, does that kind of make you say, okay, there's more to this? Like when the information came out that the girl called saying that this girl's attacking my grandmother and she's trying to stab yes. her, does that make you say, okay, maybe I should have? Yes, waited? in her
0: case, yes. But there have been cases in the past where I'm like, no, I don't care what you say. You had no business, like the George Zimmerman situation. There's nothing anyone can say to me about that Trayvon mm-hmm. situation that would make me feel like George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman was in the right. But yes, in this case, I was like, "Okay, I see what's going on." Blah blah blah. But there have been cases in the past where I'm just like, "I, I made up my mind, and it's not changed."
2: <laughs> but even the Zimmerman thing, like, why was that a big story? He wasn't a um, cop. He was Hispanic. He wasn't white, and it was still turned about. It was still turned into I, a black on.
0: I on, again, on. it's our kids. For that one, he was a 17-year-old kid, and all I could think about was if one of my 17-year-olds. Cousins or nieces or nephews is walking home. They have the right to walk home without being followed and stalked by some random ass dude, grown ass man. And then he picked the fight with him and then was losing and then shot him. To me, that's what happened. And that's it. But that like,
2: happens every single day. Why did that one specific case? Are you
0: talking about in our neighborhood? Is that what yeah. you're talking
2: about? Our black yeah. on black crime? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, if it, it's that. I'm just saying that that's the case. That no matter what no one told me, I thought George Zimmerman should have been guilty. But yeah, I don't. I don't disagree that we obviously have a problem in our neighborhoods with black-on-black crime, and I do think that gets lost in the media. Why do you guys think the media does? This? I guess that's my question. Really? Why do you think the media? Well, I, you know, I, me, I mean,
1: I, I just I sometimes feel like it gets lost because who, you know one you have to hold you have to hold an entire community responsible right which is already awkward for a mostly white run media right how are you going to go and a mostly white run media station or, or, or organization going and saying well you know hey hey black folks hey hey brown folks uh you guys have an issue within your community like this, this is not going to happen in addition to that um you know the media acts as an arm of the democratic party and most of these Big issues are in deep blue metropolitan areas in this country. And then you have who, and then when you're, when they have to hold people accountable, who is it? People who are like, like party, you know, essentially party members, Democratic party members. You got to hold those people accountable for Mm -hmm. that. And they're not going to do that.
0: I've heard that before. What do you? What are you? The rest of you guys think? Like, why does the media show things like what we saw yesterday with um, the link you posted, Tito? Do you want to talk a little bit about that link you posted, where the media, like, literally, um, specifically left out parts of that Bryant shooting?
2: Oh yeah. I don't know. We don't know why. There's, there's no other. Could you talk a little bit about like what happened? Yeah. So the, there's no other did. reason for what they did to happen. They got, they got the full. Story. They got the full video, and they cut out the part with the knife. They cut out uh, the part where she was attacking um, the grandmother in the call. All of that stuff was chopped out, and they made it seem like an officer just ran up to a girl and shot her in the back. There's no, there's no excuse for that. Like, there should be repercussions for stuff like that. Like, I don't know how anyone can get away with that because you're clearly inciting violence at that point. You're trying to make w- people think something happened that didn't happen.
3: And I would understand if it was like a situation, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just making sure. If it was like a situation where like somebody on social media just cut it and
2: sent it. Again.
3: But you're talking about like media, like NBC was reporting it
2: that way. And that's really tough. And it wasn't like, just them. CNN's headlines left out the part that she had a knife. Like all the, all the, the, main, the mainstream media left out the most important part of the story. A, he's saving somebody else's life. And B, the girl had a knife. And was trying to use it even though she knew the police were there. Like her intent was clear. She didn't even care that the police officer was there. She still yelled, I'm going to stab you and tried or I'm going to kill you and tried to kill her. Well, how do you leave that part out of the story unless you're yeah. doing it
4: intentionally? Well, I think I think because the, the media, I think they want to keep us divided, and I think they want to keep killing ourselves. Because if it was a big problem, it'd be all over the news, like everything else. I um and I truly believe like they want to keep us divided. They want to keep it where it's this this it's this friction, it's this uneasiness, and they want to keep us to where we keep killing ourselves. And I mean, it is not <clears throat> that's the only thing. Like they well, want so us to keep killing. So well, you're right saying now, what? They're profiting off of it.
3: They're profiting off of it right now. Oh, of course. It's the hot it's a hot, thing, so it's a hot thing, and then when this passes, they'll find something else to prop it off of. That was so messed up. It sounds like...
0: I'm sorry, I'm just listening to you guys talking. All I hear well, is no, like... I was
2: gonna say, it's not going to pass because the, the boogeyman is gone now. Or at least for another... I was about years. to say, yeah, Trump is gone. The so they, they need they, to have an enemy. The enemy, unfortunately, is going to be the police. So they find something else. But more importantly, they're trying to pass legislation that they think these kinds of crimes help. Or these types of, of killings help. Uh, mainly gun control. They're mm-hmm. all over it. The reason we, I can't get ammo, like I got four boxes, but that's all I have for a while now. And, and I, The only reason we can't get it is because everybody knows the, the real plan. And that is to get rid of guns, get rid of ammo, get rid of what they call assault weapons, even though nobody knows what that is because they've never defined it. I can't define it. Um, there, there's, a, there's definitely an agenda going on um, and they just want to pass legislation and they have the power right now to do it. So they're just pushing everything through.
0: What's killing me as you're saying that is these kids on the street, if we're, if we're refocusing on the crime on our streets and not just the police shootings or any other crime, those guns are not legal or legally um, held. And so it's like that's where most of our crime is happening. That's where a lot of our people are being killed. And yet they're going to push the gun legislation with this divisive narrative that doesn't even necessarily make sense. So that's just black. Like, I would yeah. like to see
3: investigations on where these weapons come from, why they have assault rifles in the middle of the like. I would like to see more investigations on that thing. Like, why are these kids able to get guns so easy? they're, they're right. it's a school book right now. Like, why is this happening? Right. I don't
4: disagree. I just had an alert come to my phone, and I seen that they said they're going to Indiana to get it, and they're bringing them over. It's Like they're going to other states, and they're bring and they're like they're selling them off, like they're selling, and they're bringing them over. But they're still illegal. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know about I mean, that. that, that I
2: don't know. It I
1: mean, it one at a time, guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, just let me let me just, you know, my my only issue with that cop out that Chicago politicians <laughs> like to use. Um, no, it's, it is, you know. Why, why is it, why is it that like Indianapolis, which is another major metropolitan area, they didn't have their share of crimes, but in Chicago, in like Chicago, I mean, you look at like California, um, you look at LA, um, they don't have the violent, like the, the shooting issues that Chicago has and they're, they're bordered with like two or three like free States, you know, um, that it's, it's a cop out. It's an excuse, you know, uh, it's it's you know Indiana is essentially the other boogeyman in this thing for Chicago at least you know it's they they like to point a finger at it because they have looser gun laws. There's plenty plenty of large metropolitan areas in this country that are surrounded by looser gun laws. Hell, Illinois get out outside of Chicago, outside of Cook County, and they have similar gun laws to like Indiana, some places. You know, uh, it's just Chicago and Cook County that have the major um, restrictions on on things like magazines and assault rifles. You can easily buy an assault rifle in downstate Illinois. It's the same process as buying it in Indiana. Um, there's no difference here. The only difference is you got to have a Floyd card, you know, which is unconstitutional. But that's another another, another
2: conversation.
0: conversation. <laughs> you were gonna say something, Tito? Oh
2: well, I'm just. It is a cop out because their answer to Indiana's the the boogeyman who's giving us all guns is to restrict more people in Chicago to have guns. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't impact anything. But So why are they really creating all these new rules? They're about as strict as you can get. That's their answer because they don't have any answers. That's clearly is a cop-out because, again, why are you restricting more people in this state if you're saying that it's the other state that's causing the problem? It doesn't make any sense. What they can do is prosecute and actually catch people because what they're not doing is prosecuting. They're not, and they're right not now you're... You have a 70% chance of getting away with murder in the city of Chicago if you kill somebody because that's what their their assault rate is right now of homicide. Yeah, like, they were,
1: which, weren't they, weren't they joking insane. about that? About the dude that ran out on um, U.S. cellular field? Is it um, Guaranteed Rate Field? Um, the dude that ran out on Guaranteed Rate Field has a higher like bail or the higher something than like someone that's in jail for shooting somebody.
2: You're not going like, to get prosecuted if you even get caught.
1: Like, it's some crazy thing like that. They're just not pushing this gun stuff real hard. I, I don't understand it either, you know?
3: There has to be a reason. There's a reason. There's a design. Dang. Yeah,
1: Kim Fox wants to run for senator in some point. She doesn't need to be incarcerating mass amount of black and brown people.
0: <laughs> it just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what popped in my head when you said that
3: okay um, i just want people to start questioning motivations question the motivation of all of these legislators your aldermen i remember when we remember okay when we lived in um out south and we were I was like you know what i noticed from the north side to the south side there's no garbage cans anywhere
0: yeah
3: um the north side garbage the street garbage can on every corner of my house but when we live on the south side, there are fast food places everywhere. No garbage cans on the corners. No garbage cans outside the fast food places. And this why. It's why do you want it to look like this? It's a, It's such a simple fix.
2: Like just a lot place.
3: of little things. Like question your
2: legislators.
3: Question all of these things.
2: It's so they can make promises, though. But what are they going to promise to the people if they're if they're actually doing something? Because you have the Just same possible in the same neighborhoods for 10 15 years. Like what are you doing with your with your position other than getting paid?
4: Yeah, But a we lot also of have to hold
3: people honorable in our area. So I feel like black and brown, um like even Pilsen and those areas too people. They're not doing anything for you. That doesn't happen up here. If you're not doing anything up here, you're not gonna get reelected as the alderman. Somebody's gonna come in up uh, after you could know, somebody's gonna Oh, if they come with like real solutions and start actually doing things, like question your people. What does it say? Guns got into the hood on the south side. <laughs> and they worked. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, I mean I've definitely heard that. To um, about you know gun, yeah. guns getting taken off of the trains and stuff, but I mean we're we're talking if if that's the case, we're talking like a major, major, major uh, criminal conspiracy. because well, we have to have we have to have access
4: to like <laughs>
0: people saying, and then on, we have someone
4: on. who does like <laughs> no, <that was> not like <laughs> conspiracy. No, it's not a It just it seems like it's a like the issue is within. Like it's just like they yeah. get on the streets. I mean, it's not they get on the streets. No, I
3: of people saying what was left there open with guns in it and they're looking like why?
2: I used Go to ahead. buy clothes and shoes and anything you can think of off of those trains so <laughs> it's not just guns you can get anything <laughs> off the trains especially over by 63rd by where the, it used to be the green line I don't know if it's still the green line where it turns and there's trains where they, they get hit all the time there's nothing <laughs> but product on there, so <laughs> <laughs> there's cars. <laughs> I used to buy clothes. I used to buy Jordans. You could buy anything off of it because the back has just hit those trains. Um, and they're, you don't know what's on those things. So whatever you find two. is what you find.
0: There's trucks that end up, like LaShawn said, open in these rail yards. I just, I don't even want to talk about that because I'm just getting irritated with, like you said, the lack well, of in our <laughs> communities. And we've talked about this before with like, Gage Park, the area we grew up in in Chicago, you know, you go there, it's the same billboard that was there when I was young, like an old billboard that hasn't been touched. And that's a sign of the times. There are signs that haven't been updated that have a really old mayor's name still on them. Like you said, Autumn is not doing anything. Pay attention, do not reelect them. And we know that in Chicago we have that issue, and that's where we're from. So that's our point of view. But local legislators, are just gonna stay in power if you let them. And so it's, you know, if we're talking about changing our communities and bettering our communities, it sounds like we're, we're saying, you know, vote them out. Yeah. If they're not yeah, doing the, what they're supposed the, to do. The, Jesse, Jesse. the problem, the problem is- the Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, LaSha- LaShawn. said Tina was talking and then you started. Oh,
3: I'm sorry. No,
1: I was just gonna say that, you know, the, the, the problem is, is that, you know, people people are so, are still, I don't I don't care how much people are so involved in their politics now like it's they're they're not necessarily involved they're just they're being manipulated you know mm-hmm. by by the media and everybody and it's like you're even like in terms of getting people elected or getting new people elected they're just it's it's just this big like media campaign they they pick some sort of weird way that this person is unique not not necessarily that their policies are good but like this person is the first this or the first that and it becomes this like big old sensation to like elect the first of, of whatever the identity politics are of the time. And then we're getting shitty politicians.
3: Bullish but and Tito. but at the time, if there's no, not, not no, because Jesse Jackson Jr. All over the news for his crime got convicted and then they reelected him.
0: Yeah. The he was had, still
3: in jail. It's it's BS. You're not paying. We're not paying attention. We have no. to pay attention.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then Tito. Oh, just a disclaimer. The stuff that I bought off of those trains that may have been <laughs> stolen was about 25 years ago. So That's that's, that's a long disclaimer. As
0: a kid, you should have said, "As a kid, I." Yeah. And as a kid <laughs> of, and I'm
2: just saying. Like 25 years ago, that's that may have been when he like, was a
3: juvenile, you know, before yeah. he was an adult.
1: As long as he wasn't the one up on the trains, huh? you know, no, what I, mean? I mean, definitely not.
3: Um, but the,
0: yeah, it's crazy. I agree, I 100% agree. I think this, you know, we got to be account not only accountable to each other in our communities, and I've started to see that happen with you know, this, these carjackings that were happening this summer with board teams who weren't in school, et cetera. You, know, you start to see these groups form and there's a group from Detroit now who's come down to Chicago and started doing community walks at night and just saying, like we're responsible for our communities. We're responsible for the safety in our communities and for de-escalating situations, but we'll also need some funding for community centers and stuff like that, that we just don't have. And so that kind of brings me into our next thing that we were talking about, which was that defund the police movement that's happening. And I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that because, you know, defund the police is a big <laughs> it's a big thing to say. And when you grew up in like streets that were full of crime, my immediate reaction was, I don't want to defund the police. <laughs> because The police are desperately needed in these areas. But the more I listen, the more I think I heard defund the police and reallocate resources where it's needed in our community. So I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. LaShawn, I saw your hand up.
3: Um, I feel like we talked about this before, like the fund, the police was like the dumbest phrasing they could have possibly used if, if their real intentions were to actually just reallocate money, because um, I know it's going to say <laughs> that wasn't their original intention they originally wanted to defund the police. And now they're trying to pivot. Is that, that you're going to say, right? Yes, <laughs>
2: That's why they said it. It's very clear.
3: The idea is a little bit better where we some money, not all of the money, but some money away from police and start putting it back in the
2: community.
1: Like, what is there? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, just to go and just uh, let me, let me support Tito's uh, um, stance on that though. You Wait, know, one
3: sec. Let me just finish. Cause I'm all Yeah, right. go, ahead, go ahead. As long as they're is ha- The police, they're not going to get the support from the majority of the people because all people is defund. I need my police. People are not going to go along with it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, I was going
1: to say, you know, uh, right in the aftermath um, of uh, George Floyd last year, um, didn't Minnesota downsize their precincts? Like, didn't they essentially actually defund the police and then, like, immediately backfired? Like, in terms of crime in their city, right? Like, I just want to be—I I wasn't one hundred percent, but like, but going back to what Tito said, though, yeah, that's that's what they wanted to do. When they said defund the police, that was literally they meant defund the police, and that's why Minnesota made that move or Minneapolis. And they made wanted,
0: move. yeah, I think they wanted to listen to the people and show that they were listening. So they knee jerk reaction, they did it, right. and they couldn't handle what happened after. And I think if you talk to people in the hood, they will say, well, no, we don't want less police. We want as ma- as many police as we need to help with the crime, but we also need an investment. All right, so you had your hand up.
2: So what does that mean though? So my thing is, everyone says the police need more training, but then they want to be fun. It's the complete opposite of what's needed. You need more money to go towards the police if you're talking about training them, because how is taking money away from them and reallocating to the neighborhoods, whatever that means. I don't even know what that means. Building community
0: centers. We have, I have, um, it's probably like at least a mile or two long field close to my house. It's just an open field. There's nothing in it. So So just like, why is there nothing in it? There's schools closing and there's schools that are overcrowded. There's a, there's a call for a high school, but there's that big open field, build a high school. And there's just, the money is going other places. And I feel like we have to Figure that stuff out. We need to figure out what do just we something- in our communities and how do we get the funding for it. And if it's coming from police, I don't care. It just needs to come from somewhere.
3: I just want to say something to you to your point, and then you can finish. Just, just something as simple as when we were younger or when you were there, after school stuff. Like nothing exists anymore in CPS. I don't know how it is in other areas, but Chicago is like completely stripped down. Everything. Any- Kids, anything to do is pretty much gone right now. Now they've been building the last couple summers more like summer jobs and stuff, which is good, but there's too many kids who want to and not enough for them to fill it. So,
4: yeah. yeah, you can go ahead with
3: your point, Tito.
2: Oh, no, no, he was he was about to say something.
3: Oh, I'm sorry.
4: Well, uh, No, I just feel like, um, <clears throat> I think. I have not. I, I know what you I mean, like reallocating the funds. But at what point does the community itself step up to start to 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 get in to fix some of these problems? It just feels like everybody wants to point the finger towards everybody else. Anybody wants to take responsibility for the actual community? Because I remember, like, what happened to block clubs? Right. Like, like what happened to stuff like that? Like, what happened to the people in the community sticking up for their block and? What happened to that? I mean, I get you know that everybody that think the times are changed and people are fear for their lives, but there's I mean there's power in there's power in numbers. And if you utilize and you mobilize the right way, you can definitely you know um fight some of these issues within your community yourself, you know? So that's I, pretty much it.
3: but even if you I'm sorry, was somebody else before me?
0: I was gonna say something if you don't mind, just to what he was saying. Go ahead. I feel like and I've been feeling this. I, you know, moved into um, Bronzeville like last year, and I've been feeling the lack of leadership, like real heavy. Like there's a whole lot of people who say, I wanna join that meeting, I wanna attend that meeting, I wanna do this. But as soon as they start assigning things. There's just a lack of the volunteer to like, okay, well, can you manage that? Or can you do that? Or can you do this just on Saturday? Can you pick this? Oh, then I'll, then of a sudden it's like, I mean, I think people say, well, I'll give you money so you can hire somebody to do it. And it's like, there's just a the lack of people who, it's like people want to say how they feel, but they don't want to step up and like help. And I know it's been a rough year and this is like social you know, media. I know there's a lot going on, but that's what I've been feeling in my neighborhood as far as the black club situation. I think you have leaders who are starting to step up. But we need other leaders to join them and like get more people involved and we just have to keep moving in that direction in my opinion well, but also how do you build leadership with no resources in the community
3: <laughs> no and you know have to need money, so that you can fund those pins where you have a couple leaders who are funded and don't have to worry about their other jobs worried about taking out you know like everybody has other things going on too and you're trying to make sure the kids in your house are taken care of and so these people it's hard for you to of your so funding yep. to some extent would help
2: a look i mean it's not the,
3: it, it's a lot of steps but some of it is funding let's put it like that
2: yeah but So why is there a funding issue in cities, large metropolitan cities, that taxes are higher than everywhere else? Don't no, oh, yeah. Take it away from it's your security. Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Pe- pension. Pensions. Uh, <laughs> you, but you, you have all this money that's coming in from taxes, and it's, it's doing nothing but going up uh, at every single level of taxation, but they're still talking about funding for schools and funding for these community centers. Why? That doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. It's only happening in those, in, in the same areas that it's always happened. In. Well, I mean, I mean, look at, look
1: at, look at Chicago. They use, they use like 50%, they use like 50% of their federal COVID like relief to uh, pay down their, their debt obligations more so yeah. than like, more so than, um, um, you know, reinvesting in communities and rebuilding jobs and things like that. If it, like half of it went to their, to their debt, um, you know, yeah, it's 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 just a big issue. Um, you know, but even with like like we're focused on like Chicago, you know, there's still the caps program is still in existence. The caps program is still there. Every every district has a caps representative to you know to 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 help build these these community like um, whether black clubs things like that. But P, like you said, just people are not taking advantage of it. So you know, we're sitting here talking about reallocating funding for police, but we do have these programs. Just nobody's using them. So then, if no one uses them, what happens to them? That money has to be folded up elsewhere because if they're, they're not going to take any overages and they're going to cut that budget
3: the following year. But And that's also how, how many people know about the programs? You're everybody not, knows about CAPS. That's caps. We, Every, we
1: everybody everybody knows about CAPS. I'm we sorry, do, but, but like... Everybody
3: knows about... Wedding... You can put a CAPS. Caps in Chicago. Oh, yes.
1: Caps, everybody
0: knows oh. caps.
3: I know in Chicago. Does I've heard of caps? I don't know what their purpose is.
0: I don't either. I'm googling it right now.
1: That's See? what I'm saying. Like,
3: so you're the, not. They're not. The all
1: right, all right. I stand
4: corrected. I guess not everybody knows about caps, no. and that's why I and that's why I jump because it's a lot. And, it, and I agree with you. Uh, Santino, it is a lot of things that's going on, a lot of programs, but I don't think people know about them. Don't know what they do and don't know how to get access to them. Now I do think they know about one, which is like Section Eight. I mean, because it's what's promoted. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna talk about Section Eight. They're gonna talk about welfare. They're gonna because it's because it's a uh it's a method behind that madness. You know what I'm saying? It's something that we want them to have compared to something we don't want them to have. We want y'all to be on Section Eight want you to have welfare. we want you to have these things right we we want you to be on it we want you to get used to this we want you to get but we don't want you to get used to having help for yourself you see what i'm saying so it My ain't lying dependable well, that,
1: that, that's how that's how they they that's how they you know. they create these dependency on on these these politicians you know yep. um but real quick um, i want to talk about uh the comment there uh that uh tanika left um that's because we don't have real leaders in the community anymore ones that are willing to take the social media responsibilities they don't want the backlash and the danger that comes with stepping up these days. You know, I, I wonder, you know, I actually wonder if that's a real issue as well, you know, especially with, um, you know, especially with like the violence here in Chicago, it's no longer contained to just like gang, like gang issues. You know what I mean? Like you're starting to see like real spill out to like, you know, just, just like the, 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 the most, the pettiest thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I wonder if that's a real issue too. Like, if you're in these like these 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 higher crime areas, you know, would stepping up put a target on your back? You know, if yeah. they know that you're the one that's kind of kind of, you know, put you know, it's 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 all fun and games till like CPD steps up enforcement in an area, and now it's hitting like a drug dealer's like bottom line. You know, right? Uh, right. I, I don't know. I don't know it's just it's it's it's
2: just an interesting like except you know
0: so tito and then LeSean.
2: um no uh, anthony was talking about how they want the dependency or i don't know if that's exactly what you said but okay. that there's there's benefits of that because that's how you get reelected. the more people you can make promises to you can get reelected just based off of those promises you don't have to do anything else and you can just keep doing that over and over and over and over They don't want personal responsibility in it. And to the the leadership thing, there are plenty of black conservative leaders, but nobody wants to listen to them because they point out these things and people don't want to hear about their own problems. They want to know, A, what what can you do for me? And then B, how it's other people's fault and I can't take full responsibility for it. It's much easier to live life when you're able to just point fingers and not do anything for yourself.
0: Yeah, that makes me crazy. Um, I know friends who've stepped up and have had death threats, and I've also heard about people who've tried to, within their communities, step up and de-escalate situations, and have also had the same issue. So well, it makes
2: they get sense. Death threats every day, like what right, that but
0: it's 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 another consideration to maybe why there's a lack of leadership. I guess that's what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Veronica said the programs are outdated. These new kids are so attached to their phones, and what that brings, it's hard to compete with that entertainment.
2: So, yeah, like, the
1: problem is, is that these kids are getting shot over bullshit social media stuff. Like yeah. all oh, right. the time. Like all the time. This is like a real problem in the city. Um yeah. well, with,
2: the, with the oh sorry. No, go ahead. Um
3: Tino, I was gonna say about this. and I thought as far as the spillover where the kids now having nothing to do start to spill into downtown over those three or four summers. Just having fun, havoc because they were in such huge groups that took the one fight to break out and create like a huge, huge, huge brawls downtown constantly. All of a sudden, we got jobs, thousands and thousands of summer job kids. So when they really, really want to do something about something, they can. Yeah, and
0: those yeah. kids get paid. Yeah, <laughs> also,
1: yeah no, that was that was a, that was a great program. Like, it was, But it's all messed stuff because
0: me. that was needed before. If the investment had been there, these kids would have had something to do already. And they wouldn't have had they wouldn't have come to Navy Pier or So American Girl the Mag Mile looking for Well because because it, because, be it
1: because it because it threatened Mag Mile and the and the tourist industry in Chicago. Exactly.
2: Like, it was, it's right. they got and yeah. they
3: literally they literally were coming down there for something to do. They weren't really trying to cause trouble. It was just so many of them that trouble was bound to happen with a couple of them. But for the most part, these kids just really were looking for stuff to do. I was down there all the time. Most of them were just regular kids. It just took one or two to start some riff rap, and then a huge... It just looked like chaos. Right. Riff if, rap.
2: Tito,
0: you were going to say something?
2: Um, so this is where policy comes into play. Because you have all these kids who want to get jobs, but the minimum wage has been raised to what? I don't know 15. what it is. Yeah. So are you going to hire a high school kid and pay them this amount of money when you can find somebody who's more experienced and, and, and hire them that you know they have some kind of proven track record. Because right. the likelihood is no. You're not going to hire 15, $15 an hour, and, or you're not going to hire kids at $15 an hour. So you're causing more of an issue with these other policies that just bleed over into the community, and it's just a chain reaction. And, yeah. and then, of course, when there's a 1,000 kids downtown fighting, um, uh, you're not talking about defunding the police at that point. You want to know where the police are and why. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I completely, hundred percent agree. I think we need more things for kids to do in our neighborhoods. And I think that that's partially why the carjackings were, well, no, I,
1: they, they, they need, they need jobs. It's not even things to do. They, they need, need jobs. Cause that's cause, that's, cause need, that's ultimately that's what they're after. Um, and that's why they came to the streets.
0: Stop at. Yep. I agree. Yeah. and these and jobs the of- are
3: at the very least job training so that they can get jobs as they get older. They need well, something to
2: do. Supposed to
4: be. Well, that's a whole different well, subject.
3: Well, that's not that's not what high school is here anymore. Not same, that's a
4: whole yeah. I'm in club, but that's a whole different subject as far as like job training and things like that. Right, because they've taken all the trades out the schools. And a lot, let's be honest, a lot of kids aren't, let's be honest, like a lot of kids aren't going to college. No disrespect, if you're watching, you have a kid, no disrespect, some <laughs> kids are not going to school, I'm not going to college, you know, that's just what it is. But they have no way to provide a future for themselves after high school. So if you take them out, so this, so the, the mindset of a, of, a, of a kid growing up in, growing up in a property area, he sees all this different bullshit each day. I'm trying to get out and get make money any way I can. I have to provide for my family. I have, to, I got, I have my little sisters over there on the couch. I live with I live with 10 other people inside a two-bedroom uh apartment. I have to make money. If you're not providing an opportunity for me to make money and to learn and then good mentorship, because just like you, just like you could get you could you could find you somebody on the corner that's gonna mentor you, but knowing that they're doing wrong. But find somebody that's good and that's going to help you and it's going to show you the right way. I mean, is that is that available now? Do you guys think we need more just general leadership for our
0: kids? So not even talking about leadership in the community anymore, but like. Not just teachers, we can't rely on our teachers to do everything but like more role models more more volunteers more people coming into the community i feel like that's another thing a community center could bring
4: what? It's job yeah.
0: training it's just- mentors mentorships sponsorships all of that
1: yeah you know i've i've been you know something that i've always said you know people that you know people from these these environments they they whenever they find success they they tend to leave they tend to leave, and you know, kind of not look back. Yes. And I am, and to a point, like you, you have to understand, like it's not, ill. It's not like ill intention. It's just uh, like you grow up in these environments, and you get sick of it. Like you get yep. sick of it, and your first opportunity to get out, you're gonna take it. The problem is, is that all the talent is leaving. All the talents are le- is leaving those areas, and, you know, those, those 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 the people who who do have it with themselves to to get out of that. They're they're taking the ideas, they're taking the businesses, they're they're starting them up elsewhere. Um, you know, so so it's like just a major like generational disinvestment in the community just over over the years, you know.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And then everyone yeah. that's everyone that stays just becomes part of the vicious cycle.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, they get
1: swallowed yeah. up by it.
0: And and we see I see I've seen a mix throughout my life. I've seen people who quote unquote made it and went back. And I've seen people who made it and kind of leave, like you said, permanently. I've also seen people who've made it and and make it a point to come. They might not live in the area, but they make it a point to come back and volunteer and help out as much as they can. But I've seen it all like all across the board and I don't even know what the right answer is. I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, when I went to DePaul, I remember having professors who still lived on like in like, um, Auburn Grisham, like, and I just remember thinking, but if I was a professor and making money, I wouldn't live there. But now, as I, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I think I might get it because they were investing in their community and they were trying to stay in the community and help out. But at what cost? Because, like you said, you get you grow up there and you get sick of the ridiculous, the ridiculousness of it. And then we're sitting here talking about how it's kind of dangerous to step up and be a leader. But what does that mean? I think like reinvesting our communities is not just about the people who live there. I think it's about the people who used to live there, who, who care at all about the community and its success. Just everybody pitching in to make sure that the resources are there for the kids who are still there and haven't, they, can, they don't even know, they can't even envision life outside of that wow. world.
1: Well, I just remember this one kid that, um, that was uh, working a, a car rental counter in Boston when I had landed there. Um And he ended up being from Chicago and just talking to him. And I was like, well, how'd you, how'd you end up out here? And he was like, honestly, he's like, you know, I came out here for school. Um, I actually came back home like after I had graduated just to visit. And he's like, and I got shot at like just mm-hmm. randomly. And he's like, so I left and I never, I never looked back. And I'm out here in nice. Boston now,
4: you know? Yep. And then, <laughs> Like one thing is like you have to have a heart for the people too to actually stay. You have to have like a heart. Like we was talking earlier in the group chat about um, working for schools and things like that. Like you have to have a heart because, like you said, the resources and the people are leaving. And if you don't, and like for, let's just, let's just be honest, like like I worked at a charter school. I'm not gonna say what well, charter school worked at. I worked at a charter school. So. um I didn't feel like I got paid enough. I didn't feel like, and I feel like I'm very valuable to the, to the, to the youth. I feel like I'm a very valuable asset, but because I have to make a living for myself and I'm underpaid, I have to go find, I have to go find financial income somewhere else. So, and that's what it's like. That's it's like, and, and the thing is, you know, people want to be there, but we have, we have bills, we have life, we have to, we have livelihoods to, to, to live. So you have to and it's it had to be some type of, some type of incentives as well for us to stay.
3: Yeah, that goes back full circle to how we started, where it it some funding is to some extent important because like it's been it's been some years since I checked, but some years back, uh Illinois ranked like number 49 out of 50 in funding for like social services and stuff. Like so you have these social workers who are out here with. 300 or 200 kids that they're supposed to be in charge of. They're losing track of their kids and then they're getting paid $30,000 a year. And they, I mean, how, how much do you really want them to invest? And then people get burned out and they quit. And then it's just like, they need money. Like Anthony said, and they have to go somewhere else where they're actually going to get paid because even though they care and they have a heart for these things, they can't afford to even do it.
2: You know, mm-hmm. and then. To that, they're ranked 49th in these programs, but third in taxes in the country. So, again, where's the money going? Pensions. Right? Because <laughs> yeah, honestly, if
3: those kind of jobs, like Aunt was talking about, paid more, I would be in one of those jobs. I do care, but I can't afford to be in those jobs because they pay dirt and they're extremely stressful. Why are you? Why would you take such a stressful job and get paid dirt? You can't have both. It's too much. Yeah, and
4: that's and that's one of the things why a lot of people be like, I'm 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 done with education. Like I'm like I'm leaving because you, because you have a classroom full of about thirty people. 30 kids, not to mention, in those but like within those 30, you may have 10 special ed kids, right? Maybe even more. You know, I mean it all depends on how your school's set up, however. You want me to deal with them, and they got to do these other 20, and then you ain't got no help for these 10. You check out, you mentally check out, and then it's and then you're not paying me enough, but I got but I got a I got a place in the suburbs that's paying me really good. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's like, it's what do you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want somebody to do? Like, they have kids, they have a life, but you not, but you guys want me here, but you don't want to, like, it's just, a, yeah, it's
0: a constant battle with inner city youth to, to, you know, I feel like the politicians are always saying, oh, we want to, we want to make better programs. We want to make better decisions. We want to invest in our communities. And then it just doesn't happen because like you guys said. Then where do the promises? Then their prom, there's no more promises to make if they actually like do what they said they were going to do. And it's just it's so much BS. But there's so much to do that even if they delivered on like one thing, like building one new school on the south side, it's just not enough. So there's always going to be stuff to do in Chicago. We just need to vote people out who are not doing anything for us. And like I said, I feel like it's starting to happen more. Um, yep, yeah, Tito.
2: No, no. To yeah, his point I, though, just, why why can you go to the suburbs and make more money when the metropolitan area where there's more students and more taxes are in the city? That's and right? that's, that's that's it doesn't add up. When you look at the money and people keep talking about funding, it's not money. It can't be mm-hmm. money because Chicago has more money than any suburb by far. It's not even close. They get uh, money per capita per student.
3: We have a But you can go to the suburbs Will. and get
2: and get paid more. Right.
3: We have a comment from Will. When my mom lived on 63rd, the only guy out there with money was a drug dealer. Everyone saw him and walked, and wanted his money. He had people begging him for work. They can suck good people in when there is no other opportunity.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, what what's what's the numbers like? I, I remember a while back, um, I had came across them, so they might not even be right anymore. But like the average like low level dealer on the street after like. All the hours he puts in make something around like two dollars an hour, yeah. They don't make <laughs> it's something like two dollars, that's even before they start, like, whatever they use of their own, whatever they're selling, you know. Yeah, uh, it's it's but it's but my point is, is, like, think about how crazy it is that these kids are willing to go on the street for two dollars an hour, you know what I mean? When you can get a real job that pays more, that's you're not sitting out there for 10, 12, 15 hours a day, you know what I mean. Um, but, is, but, they're, but they're just not there. Those jobs aren't there. And then, you know, yeah, there's the issue with the the, the uh, minimum wage, you know, with, with the skyrocketing minimum wage. But um, there's also just a lack of jobs within those communities, just period. Like, you know, many times, you know, kids will have to go and travel like kind of far. Like I remember when I started working, like I had to jump on uh, on a train to get to work. Um, you know, that we go work in downtown. And fortunately for me, it wasn't that far. But you know, there is other people I know like with well, you guys, I worked with you guys, right? You guys had a you that was like an hour-long train ride when you guys were like 18, 19 years old. Um, you know, so you know, if you have and then you know, when you have like a lot of responsibilities within your community, like if you have other siblings, if you you know, you might not have the time to be able to travel that far. You know, right. but then there's another issue because then you go. You know, you got all these companies that go and invest in the community. You have those WalMarts and you know the the. I'm trying to think. All right, right there on 87th and stuff. You know, but then they get they get yeah. all destroyed in the last year. You know, is that yeah. Walmart even reopened yet? Did they ever oh. reopen? I can't. remember. I don't even
2: know. The Good one question. On the inside- I
3: think so. I want to say yes. Um, I think well. so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I want to uh, say Cheeto yes. Tito was
3: gonna say something after Tito. I have.
2: Yeah, just so as far as that, that drug dealer on 63rd, I probably knew the guy. Um, I, don't think, I don't think that that's as that that big as people think. You, you see that in movies, and you, there were people who were drawn to that, but I took the 63rd Street bus to, I think it was Pulaski. Pulaski or Cicero, and like Tantino was saying, it took me an hour to get to work when I was working at Long John Silver's getting paid four seventy-five.
0: dollars Yeah.
2: So people still have to make decisions and, and, and own those. Which it's leads me to parenting. Um, that Toledo kid—where was his parents? Why is he out at two AM shooting at cars passing? Yeah. The girl whose—the girl whose mother's—you know—back to the other topic—who's uh, crying, my baby? She did TikTok videos. She never saw her daughter. Her daughter's in foster care. She's she's just getting on TV to to, to feel good mm-hmm. about herself and not understand that it's all her fault. There's a parenting yeah. issue clearly. Uh, And combine that with the minimum wage being fifteen thousand kids can't get jobs, it's only gonna get worse. It can't get worse. I mean it can't get Uh, better.
3: So I was gonna say back to Will's comment is um I think he's saying too to back to what Shantae was saying about people moving out of the neighborhood or whoever was saying that, um, is that they're they don't see the role models. And so um it is good for people to go back to their neighborhoods but there's like you know there's other ways for people to see role models and that's why i think cps is failing by pushing college on all these kids and some kids just aren't good at school some kids are just they just don't they don't like it they're not interested they're not good it's just not a passion right they don't they're not teaching any more trades they're not telling you you can go be a mechanic. They're not telling you you can go be an electrician. They're not telling you you don't have to go to school to be successful. You can go into plumbing. You can go into whatever. They're not telling it's, these kids that anymore. It's really, it's crazy because, Tito, I remember when you were in high school and you guys had shop and and Mike learned to be the mechanic. And that's how he that's started. That's what I to say. Like, is
2: Washburn still out? Like, is that school still there or is that gone?
3: Does that still exist, Santino? Washburn? I
2: don't. Why? I don't think so. It was just a trade, trade school. Yeah, I was. Just I don't trade. think so. I don't
3: think so. CPS pushes college. At least when I was in high school, up till recently, they push push college, and that's not for every kid. And so yeah. we're failing so many of these kids in Chicago because they don't even realize there's other options other than being a drug dealer or going to college. There are things right. in between. And now we there's a shortage across the country for these positions, these yeah. skilled positions. Because school stopped pushing it all of a sudden. Now you have to go to college. You have to go to college, and then that's a whole nother conspiracy to me with college and <laughs> yeah. Family. I was just We're not thinking even about, that.
4: about that. I was just, <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking about that. Like it's just, it, I just feel like it's just a big old conspiracy that you know. I just because I, I remember when I wasn't at the school, I just saw college banners everywhere. And nobody yeah. talked about trades. Big deal. <laughs> they they don't, that was a big no. deal.
2: Peto, you, Tito, about- I, Tito, I, you I wanted to say something? I think that there's legitimate, they really want everybody to go to college. But going back to the minimum wage, you're taking away entry-level level positions. When I went to that long-down silver job, I didn't want to go there. It was terrible. But I learned, okay, this is not what I want to do. I, but maybe I maybe I can be a manager because I saw my manager and how he was operating. And you learn what you want to do by feeling your way through these entry level positions that are no longer there. And yeah. it, it would be great if everybody could go to college. But like LaShawn was saying, you can make good money being an electrician. Exactly. You can make really good money. Exactly. Those, All of those, those ideas, cases, I mean, the, the, they. The, into their mind because they don't have the entry level jobs to say, I don't want this. What do the, I the, want? The idea,
1: the idea of the kid that's working the box office in the movie theater making $15 an hour is crazy. It's Crazy that will like put that'll like forget having your little small art house theaters, those things will be gone. There's
2: no way they can afford that. But why you would know? he leave that job? He thinks that's good money. Well I mean, I, no, 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 it's well, not that's what I'm saying. Is they, they they
1: wouldn't they just There's can't afford it?
0: Like like, why would I and we talked about this before with people experienced people who are getting paid, you know, maybe 1750 in a job and then they know okay well i can take a pay cut but i could go work and they, if they hate their job and it's stressful they could like i could take a pay cut and go work at at the box office and still make 15 and i'm just not stressed at all why wouldn't they Not stressed
1: and dude you have no idea how tempting that stuff sounds to me, even to someone like me yeah. well the that's truth. the
0: thing it's the like, truth. What am I doing
1: it does cuz like i got all these i got all these responsibilities at work and like me you know what i mean yeah, they just go away.
0: You know, I'm, like, I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna go work at the box office, and I'm not even losing that much money. But I'm losing all that stress, and maybe yeah. I'll come back. my except, job.
1: except, except, now them kids are gonna be competing with someone like me who has like 20 years of work experience.
0: But that's what the, the Tito was just talking about. Yeah, you know I mean, you like, like, think about, take- think
1: about that. That's crazy. That's crazy because yep. how, how how can they how can they possibly compete? They can't. You know, you're, you're looking, at it, you're looking yeah, go
0: ahead. Go ahead,
3: LaShawn. Oh, I was going to say, because minimum wage is going up, but everybody else's wages are staying the same. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah.
0: It's not. I got to say, in my high school, we do talk heavily about trade. I don't know about other schools, but CPS does make us track what school every kid goes to uh, their first two years after high school.
3: So Yeah, and they, they force you now to fill out of FAFSA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a graduation requirement. Nah. It's a graduation requirement in my child's school. It's a that they they said they they are required to fill it out before they graduate.
0: And she hasn't heard anything about like local trade schools at all. Uh, did they, did they put second. them through a financial I'll... class? <laughs> I mean, I d I didn't have a financial class. They just they just had a spill out of FAFSA. This was obviously a long time ago, but they just had a spill out of FAFSA. And sometimes there were volunteers there to help and sometimes there weren't. This and is just this is this is, I, this is
1: why I never met with my counselor at our school. Ever. You know what I mean? I never we did. And time. I just, I did everything on my own because I didn't need the I didn't
0: need the brainwashing. Well, Sean, you were going to say. I that. got
3: my question answered. <laughs> they are not pushing trade schools at her school and they are required to reply uh, to apply to at least two schools and fill out the FAFSA. Is it's one
0: cool. of those schools
3: a trade school? It's schools.
2: insane. But but you. But they see, don't
3: tell them about the trade school, so they would have to figure out that they could they could do a trade school.
2: But you can see why they think that that's a good idea. It's just a bad idea. But at least they're trying to encourage something other than.
3: I, I get it. drug dealing. Not everybody now. is on that path. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people just really don't like school. Some people are artists. I hate and it. And they're like, okay, I'm not going to make any money as an artist, but I don't want college either. So what do I do?
0: And That's then they, me. They, That's me. they they
3: go know, to college, exactly. but then they go to
0: college and they're lost. And I saw that, you know, I worked in the dean's office at DePaul for a few years. And I saw that like every day I saw kids coming in miserable and there was nothing they could do because they were forced. They they didn't know what other options they had. So they were at a crossroads talking to adults about what are my options, because they felt like they knew what they were doing all the way up until they got to college. And then they were like, I hate this so much. This yeah. is not what my life, what I want my life to be. And it sucked watching that happen. But like you said, they probably just weren't, their parents thought they were doing something good. And I don't know if, you know, all the parents all the time knew that their kids were dropping out and not telling them. I, I knew kids who, who dropped out of school while they were in school, never told their parents, but kept, kept the money. <laughs> so fun in their life because they were too stressed out to tell their parents, I don't want to do this. But they were so lost
3: by the time they got to college. Oh, and um, Amaya, as well as Veronica, said it is mandatory across CPS, Santino, to fill out the FAFSA and to apply for three schools and three scholarships, even if you have no intention of going to college. You have to that's, basically lie that's, and say
1: That's, that's, that's cra- crazy. That's really crazy to me. I, I don't know. You know 18 year old something you know what I told them to kiss my ass can't tell me I can't <laughs> or, like i'm sorry I you can't tell me what i can or cannot do i i i, I, I get, i'm through my entire senior year and been like you know what you're gonna make me do that not nah, good enough diploma gd same yeah, thing
0: well that that is not enough people have the confidence at that age to do that and i think that's the problem it's just stressful
2: it's just stressful, or the knowledge I right? Don't know specific schools just so I didn't have to take the A C T or S A T.
4: Yeah my master's avoided. Avoid yeah my, <laughs> even, my even, even if I you mean. have
2: an IEP that's crazy. That's, even that's
0: crazy. IEP, they that's what what's an IEP it's
1: an, an IEP? individual an individual education educational plan. It's for um I mean it doesn't necessarily mean that that uh it doesn't necessarily mean that you're like a diverse learner. It just means that you need you know, you have specialized, like, gotcha. educational, thing. Yeah.
0: So even, they're yeah, even
1: it can even be, like, good, like, good stuff, yep. like, you know, kids that need more challenges and things like that, you know, it doesn't right. necessarily be a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, the my issue with college has always been, like I said, when I got there, number one, I kind of just walked it, I feel like I stumbled through that part of my life, because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't have a whole lot of people before me who had gone to college and within my family. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I felt like I stumbled through that part of my life, but I ran into, like I said, I ran into so many kids when I got there who were just as lost as me before a different reason. Like they had the funding to go to college. They just didn't want to be there. And no one had given them any other option. And I just thought that was BS. And like I said, I saw it so much working in the Dean's office that it just stuck with me. And I was like, from that point on, I was like, kids should have the option to go to college. Obviously, like you guys said, that's awesome, but it's not for everyone, as we know. And we have a big family, so luckily we were able to experience that firsthand. Like there are just some people who there are other things that you're good at, and you can make good money in the trade. So it's not like they won't be able to take care of themselves. It's not. That's a non-issue.
2: Is that you a raise class? your hand do they have to do all that stuff, or is that just something that's required in addition to? No,
3: they do have. They have like a kind of like a little daily, I don't know if it's daily or weekly or whatever class that kind of guides them through filling out the applications and writing their essays and all that stuff. The
2: perfect example of funding. Why wouldn't that time be put towards finance? Why are you wasting time? They don't teach
3: finance either.
2: (laughs) There's a perfect, exactly. So again, when it comes to funding, they keep talking about the police, but then they're wasting money on other things. A finance class over that same amount of time teaching them how to fill out these forms mm-hmm. could literally teach them how to, to the next stage of their life, no matter what they do. Like it, right? Like, I just don't understand. Like, I just don't understand. The thought process yes. is so backwards to me, so I don't know. I, don't know. I agree. The, the
3: district I work at puts a trace career fair every year Um, Yet many of the schools around us that are invited have cut auto, woodworking, welding, and other programs. So it sends mixed messages. Yeah. So, it. I mean, okay, oh, here's a trades career that we're only going to talk about once a year, but we're not going to talk to you about it in school through the rest of the year.
0: And like you said, if it's in school, it, I'm, I'm not saying that that's something that has to be funded in schools, because I understand that schools are trying to fund other things. But if you have at least just one or two of those programs offered, then you are able to fill it out. And it's just another thing where, like, you're filling out whatever you're learning at school, but you're also filling out, oh, okay, I could, I, I don't get all these numbers and all that crap, but man, when it comes to cars, I know, I, I get it. I want to do this. Like I want to be a mechanic. Like you can feel that out early on, and then you're not worried about college stress because that's the career you want, and it's a career. I don't understand why people talk about it like there. People are always going to need plumbers, Uh, mechanics, electricians. Always will be in society.
1: Yeah, I remember there was a cartoon I saw a few few a a few years ago. It was a little comic strip, and um, it was like a mom, um, one mom pointing at with their kid pointing at a uh, like a Streets and Sandy type guy. You know, like oh, make sure you stay in school so you know you you don't end up like that guy. And then the other, it was another family uh, pointing at him like, like, hey, that that dude has that dude's a, that dude's in the union. That guy has a pension and full medical benefits and makes like fifty dollars an hour. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's like it's, just, it's yeah, totally. You know, that's an option um, for you
0: if that's what you want to do. Period. As long as you I take mean, care of yourself and your family. Why are we? Limiting I mean, kids? hey,
1: oh, I'm right. gonna say this: we you live in Chicago. You ever seen the poor streets and sandy guy?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Is like no. you'll never. It's no. the same. thing those guys, the those, board.
1: those guys got like on demand overtime. They make it's
0: yeah. good. across the board with yeah. trades and unions, and like you said, and good pay, and and you'll never. You know, that's that's what people need to just at least know about it. Um, I know. Will,
1: what- Will had left a comment talking about how you know, especially if a school is being graded on. Um, you know, they, they emphasize college readiness, um, especially if schools being graded on, um, uh, how many course. kids, yeah, test scores, but how, they, they like, like to, they like to tout how many kids, how, what percentage of, of the graduating class oh. went on to college. They like to tout yeah. that a lot and you'll see it all the time, like nine, 97% of our, of our students, you know, were accepted into college last year, a hundred percent of our students were accepted into college last year. Um, but you why know,
0: can't it just be? Why does it have to be college? Why can't it just be a career? A, a lot of them. Program? A lot
1: of them are. A lot of them are. The, you know, the thing is, is you know, the truth in my opinion is college. It's easy to. to it's easy to apply and get accepted to right off the bat with a trade school. You got to pay for that. Like you, mm-hmm. you're like trade schools aren't aren't trade schools aren't free necessarily. Like or not free, but um,
3: they don't have no you, funding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So they have
2: point, the it's mis- yeah. The federal yeah. funding.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, can you can you can you go? Can you fill out a FAFSA and and go to a trade school?
2: No,
3: yeah. you can't. No, and you, no, it, you can't. and that's the problem. You can't fill out a FAFSA and, and be a hairdresser. Yeah. You can't fill out a FAFSA and, and be a and, mechanic. It's ridiculous.
1: And that's probably why those schools yeah. push it hard because it's how they got they got to pump their numbers up. Yeah. And if kids are going to trade, if kids are applying to trade school, like. They have to they have to be able to pay for that to even
2: apply. They have to be able to like back that 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 acceptance in, you know? But there mm-hmm. should there- be. So again, these kids come out, they don't know nothing about credit. They have no idea what that is. They don't know anything about finance. Um, right. they're getting these free credit cards and yeah, immediately they, they're, they're, <laughs> they, they're walking into a train. And yep. I don't understand why that's not required learning in high school. Like, they have no idea.
3: Make- they don't. Under, they don't know anything no. about credit. I gotta talk to my. You know, you got. I have to talk to my own kid about credit because I know she's not learning that crap. Here. That's
0: cool. Um, but anything. but but best believe when you get to college, this credit card table credit set. Cards and they, they get you to <laughs> sign up for your first Discover card, yeah. and all this free money is for as long as you pay the bill. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. please that
3: finance fee hit you a few months in a row ask a question is, is there, there additional funding associated with college readiness
1: i mean that would be like a dist- cool. like a kind of a district or even state by state basis you know some of them like state requirements might might say you need to have uh three college uh applications in, you know for as a graduation requirement um yeah, fed, fed, federal federal requirements, you know, whatever whatever they they are. Um, they well, federal fed, I know the federal ones tend to be more broad, and the state and local ones are very. They can be very specific for the for their location. Um, I I, I, try, I can't vouch for it for Chicago honestly. I don't know. Got um, it. It looks
0: like you guys. There's some people responding that there is like a faster type thing for hair school for. Um, yes. Other other like scholarships that are offered for carpenters training, et cetera, yeah. So. But I, I but I doubt that they're pushing there. I doubt that they're pushing bad. it hard. Yeah, right. It's not being pushed, but it is available. But you got to kind of look for it, and that's but, that's hard when you're so right. young. It's, but but,
1: but you LaShawn, has a, Lashawn has a a point though. You know we, we are we, talking
3: bad. we're talking
1: about we're talking about a federal a federally like sured like loan versus right. like a private company or private uh, donor right creating you um, can get Sally
3: know, May but you're not necessarily getting that federal loan with the lower FAFSA interest. for
1: hair school
0: she might be saying there's FAFSA for like a FAFSA You know, for you know, I, you know I, so I wonder like, I, I wonder
1: if like if like it's probably like oh. basic you're if you're taking one of those programs at like uh at like a community college or something like that, something that has that gradation. I don't know. I don't know. Right.
3: She says yeah. some places take food, but they don't give them that much money for it.
0: Okay. Anyway, I think I think it sounds like we all agree that these schools should be pushed just like college. And you're always gonna have kids who wanna go to college and who wanna be a doctor attorney and all that stuff. But you're also gonna have kids who that it's not they are not about that life and they wanna do other things. So we just have to open it up for our kids so that they have more options and they're not like at a crossroads, quitting school, not telling their parents for who knows how long, while their parents could think to pay them for school or whatever. I'm right. talking yeah. very specifically about my experience, but it was it was hard to watch. Makes no sense. All right, we're over an hour, guys. So I don't know if you guys want to keep talking about this. I think it was a great conversation and, and lots of different uh, points of view. So um, the. I don't know if there's any other comments, but if, if not, did you guys want to um, wrap it up with a few? What did you guys learn from tonight's discussion? Well, I mean, I, I,
1: learned, I, I, I learned that if we, like, if we kind of sit back and actually talk about this um, without getting so riled up about, um, you know, the sides that we've drawn, um, you know, we, we you know, we we came up with some really good ideas here. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's just how do you get how do you get them to work, you know, on on, a, on the large scale? I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, and at some point, like, people do have to step up. But,
3: the, you know, have we, talk, to, we mean, talked even, about those risks,
1: too, you know? But Man, even something tough. as simple
3: as paying attention to who you're voting for. Stop voting for names you recognize. Like, really, like, really pay attention. I'm not saying just vote. No, I'm saying actually vote because you know what's going on. Don't just go vote. That's pointless. That's useless. That's why we are the way we are now because people just go vote for names and they don't know what the hell they're voting for.
0: And I would say start small for my advice. Like I feel like we all have, like you said, we made some good points and we talked about a lot of things that where do you start? Don't get overwhelmed by where do I start in my community. Just start small. Just volunteer for some random block club thing volunteer to clean up your neighborhood I mean, the one vo- volunteering dance. as
1: a mentor is huge volunteer you know, as a
0: mentor is huge yes yeah. i've done yes 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 it's like tutoring, so tutoring
1: things like that you know
0: helping fill out the fast all these things there's so many small things you know just to just do something small don't be overwhelmed by the idea that oh my god i can't make a difference everybody can make a difference start small volunteer do something that's my two cents
2: Sounds to me like we're all in agreement. <laughs> Stop voting for liberals and.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. That's what I'm doing. I don't How know about, I'm about that. That's what
3: that's,
1: I'm that's my goal.
3: <laughs> I just we just the need consensus. a new regime. Let me put it like that. No matter what regime that is for you, we need a new. We need yeah, no, new, new ideas. We, we had a, we
1: had a good one a, a few months ago.
3: <laughs> Anthony,
0: did you Man, want to?
4: Just- I just feel like this is a part two. I feel like this subject spills over to every other subject that we have lined up from yeah. uh prison reform to different things. I just feel like this subject, I feel like this is a subject that has so many different pieces to it that it's just you can talk, about, you can come up like we came up with great ideas, but and there's still more things that we need to talk about if not like you know, people if, you, if you're watching, have these conversations in, in your household. With somebody that you know, like some people that you know, like if we all know that one kid that ain't going to college, that ain't built for college. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Have these mm-hmm. conversations, talk to them about things like that. Like, I think that's what we're missing. We not talk, mm-hmm. people not having the conversation in, in the crib. Like, that's okay. really the problem that's really frustrating it's me. It's true. Is if you're not, the
3: one person in your family that's went to college, and maybe you know people who didn't need to go to college, talk to that person in your family, talk to them and say. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to.
0: Yeah, do and this.
3: Play. But what's your or what's your other plan? These are your other options. Come up
4: yeah. with
0: another what's your plan. plan. You have to have a plan, right?
4: Yep. Yeah, and I think these are the kind of like sit down with your kids at the table and say, Hey, listen, you know, if you don't want to go to college, this I mean, because I could think of somebody right now that, yo, he was at school, he realized it wasn't for him. The man went and got a trade and is living fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, how do you college at the crib? Like that's all. If you know somebody where you work at, have this conversation with them. Yeah.
3: True. Half the billionaires in the um, country didn't finish college.
2: Exactly.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. we're we're in the age of the internet. Like I literally uh, learned just to learn crypto. There's a course on on YouTube, 16 week course MIT learning on blockchains and ledgers. Like, damn, it's damn. all available. I, I'm six <laughs> weeks in in an MIT course for free. Yeah, that's you know awesome. I mean, cool.
3: Yeah, look out there. There's there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of information out there.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that was awesome, guys. I think awesome. that was a great conversation. Thank you to our panelists. And for everyone, I know it's late. Good night. Thank you for those who stuck with us. And have a great week. And we'll see you guys again soon. Thank you so much for joining our discussion. Be sure to go and check out our other discussions on our website at chitchatchill.com. Also, support a small business and check out our merchandise also on our website at chitchatchill.com shop.